missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Take, how do you get Dave Grohl to write songs about you for 400, Alex? Oh my God. <laughs> Just be a 10 year old kick ass drummer and challenge him to a drum off on the interwebs. And the next thing you know, not only is he answering the call for the challenge, but then he's writing songs about you. How cool is that? Oh Dave gosh. Grohl with a I song know. for Nandy. Super awesome, dude. dude. I know. I know. You know what's going to happen, too, obviously, that in the future when we get back to. I guess reality, uh, whatever that might be. When we, you know, finally have some shows, they're going to figure out a way to get Nandy to a Foo Fighters show uh-huh. somewhere near oh, her and hometown. They're gonna play and just, together, yeah, jam out. They're going to have her up sta- on stage the entire time. They're going to, yeah, maybe have her in an upside down drum yep. kit like Tommy Lee, or I don't know, just do something fun and wacky. And uh, it's going to be cool to see that uh, as the uh, as the friendship between Dave Grohl and Nandy uh, continues to to grow. It's awesome, man. Did you catch any of this, Shaw? You I did, yeah. It's pretty yeah. awesome. Dave Grohl. Uh, They've got a history of that. They've let fans up on stage oh, to yeah. jam with them before. Yeah, well, especially when Grohl broke his, uh, what was it, his foot yeah. or his leg, uh, kind of kicking off that tour uh, and was in a boot, and then they made a throne of guitars, and then they just randomly bring people up on stage to help him out. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, just kind of stuck there in the chair. But, uh, yeah, nice little friendship. Between Dave Grohl and 10-year-old Nandy, who's uh, a damn fine musician in her own right, Shaw. Sure is. So all you got to do is I got to get online and challenge James Hetfield to a, a, a guitar and sing-off, and then he'll write me a song. Is that- well, I think you have to be able to play the guitar. but I can't, but right. maybe that'll help. Maybe <laughs> or that'll the help drums or my- really any Maybe that'll help my cause. <laughs> yeah, and they've done that. Metallica's done that yeah. before. They're not, I mean, you know, Foo Fighters are great. I'm not... But they're not the only band that's done that uh, either. Where they yeah, but I don't know about this direct, like, this video challenge between... Right, it's, taking it to the next level. Cool. Yeah, well, it really... Uh, there was just a video I saw. Metallica were in, like, a grocery store together, and some guy that was in the meat... Uh, <laughs> he was in the deli, and he was jamming out to some Metallica, and they must have overheard it, and so they go over there, and... He, dude, can you imagine? You're just some meat <laughs> guy at the meat counter in a friggin' grocery store in the middle of nowhere, and all of a sudden Metallica shows up, and they catch you jamming out to your tunes and then like they just start jamming with you uh, that would be amazing but uh yeah nandy and dave Grohl, bffs the greatest show on earth the best the best of the morning sickness it certainly doesn't have the ethical content that i think it should have 
and the pandemic may have kept traffic down on Wisconsin roads last month. That could be an explanation for the state's lowest August highway death toll since at least 2015. Mm. August typically has the highest average death toll of any month in recent years, and the deadliest month of the past three years was August of 2019 when there were 73 deaths on Wisconsin roads. This year, there were 49 deaths reported during the month. Jackson County, one of only three Wisconsin counties with no highway deaths so far in 2020. Three-way once again brought to us by Fans Arcade Pumping Services here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. And speaking of driving, Shaw, would you consider yourself a good driver or a bad driver? I would consider myself a good driver. Gene? Yeah, I mean, based on my tickets and accidents in my life, I would say yes. I, uh, I have the tendencies of a bad driver, but I get away with it, I guess. <laughs> so that makes you a good driver. Sort of, yeah. Cop didn't see it, I didn't do it kind of thing, you know? I just, I'm, you know, I'm a New Englander and we're full of rage already. And then you put us in a vehicle with stupid people and fibs and people from, I mean, we have too many people from other states that drive in this state that make it really annoying. But uh, a recent survey asked people to name the top signs that someone is a bad driver, Shaw. What do you think number one is? Uh, texting while driving. Gene? I was going to say tailgating. No. Shaw? Texting? No, no blinker. No. Uh, blinkers, these are all on there, but they're not number one. Numero uno is excessive speeding. Mm. Okay. Look, the left lane is designed for me, and if you don't want to get out of my way, then that's on you, brah. The speed limit is what? 70, 75 on the highway? That means I'm doing 85 to 90 in the left lane, (laughs) and you better move over. You don't belong in the left lane. Did you know that in New England, it's illegal for trucks, semis, to be in the left lane, in the passing lane? Like, they, they're not supposed to be over there? No. Yeah, it's great. How do they pass? I don't care. It's not okay. my problem. <laughs> it's great, though. I can tell you that much. Uh, 61% of people responding to this survey said that uh, it means you're a bad driver if you speed excessively. Uh, over 40% admitted that they like to drive fast. One in three people think the speed limit is more of a suggestion rather than a limit. Uh, cutting off people. Cutting people off. Uh, 54%. I will say that the signs down by Mocha are back far enough that you should know that there's no left lanes and you should get over, but people don't seem to understand that. And then they wait until the brewery and then they get over and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Uh, Tailgating, Gene, number three on the list. 44% of people say that tailgating uh, is a sign that you're a bad driver. Constant road rage. Everyone is an idiot except for me, right, Shaw? (laughs) 43% of people say that. There's a lot of them out there. Man, all of the swear words come out when I'm on. I'm in a mood. <laughs> uh, using your horn too much. Surprise, it's that high. I don't understand. I mean, the purpose of the horn is to let people know you're there in case they're not paying attention. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're stuck in traffic or it, and people use the I hate that. Yeah, I right. hate that. I can't go anywhere. Stop honking at me. Yeah, like, okay, cool. That. You found the horn. All right. It's that big button in the middle. <laughs> 38% of people say that using your so horn annoying. too much is a sign that you're a bad driver. This one, uh, even though I speed and even though I have road rage, I am a a signal uh, person. I like to use my turn signal, even if it's just briefly while I'm switching lanes. But not using your turn signals is is a sign. Number six on the list of uh, signs that people are bad drivers. Driving with one hand on the wheel. I always do that. Yeah, don't we all? Once you get past student driver, you take one hand off. You got to use that other hand to text or eat your fries. Uh... (laughs) Number eight, this is interesting, talking too much while you drive. Either passengers or on the phone. Uh, That's uh, a sign that you're a bad driver. 29% of people said that. Leaving your high beams on when you don't need them. That's just, you're a dick. Right. I don't know if you're a bad driver. I mean, sometimes you can forget, but. Right. 
and they have lights now that automatically do it for you. And sometimes those LED ones, like, look, dude, I'm happy you can see three days into the future with your lights, but I don't ah, need to be blinded. Ah, ah. Uh, and number 10, singing along to the radio is a sign that you're a bad driver. That's not true. According to Why 18% of people. Yeah, that doesn't make me a bad That's driver. That's called enjoying life, Again, lighting up. I'm surprised to see that texting uh, is not on here. I guess I don't. you could include that with one hand driving, but... The way that's a you can drive and still focus on the road though. When you're texting, you're not focusing on the road. Yeah. Oh man, I pulled up to a lady yesterday. Didn't have any hands on the on the wheel. She had her knee on it and was texting with both hands. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, I just was because I saw her. She slowed down. She was kind of weaving in between. Them. I'm like, all right. Oh, either she's got it was a minivan, so I'm like, either she's got kid issues in the back and she's gonna have to smack somebody, or she's texting. And sure enough, she was texting. So I pulled up next to her and just, what do you do with these people? There you go. Some signs that you're a bad driver. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. So, good news? Oh. Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that sums it up. Good news of bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. No new song yesterday, but today, now that I'm back, we've got Britney. It's Britney, bitch. I was feeling her yesterday. I was like, she has a lot of bad. Well, she's got a lot going on. The conservatory yes. or whatever the hell it is. Where, like, She's like 40 and got a couple of kids, and she's so off the rails that her parents still control her life. <laughs> like, <laughs> whew. Obviously, we remember the shaving incident and the umbrella and all that stuff. But I felt bad for her when she was younger, but I just don't like Oh, well, she was getting used. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They were you know, riding the gravy train there, but I, you'd think she's kind of got her life a little bit more together now, but... Now there's an even uh, uh, more of a battle for the control of Britney. And there's so much money in there, you know. Good news with bad music here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. You can walk through the whole field and you can kind of see tall ones, short ones, and different colors. We're trying to get people to give something to do outside. Everybody's happy when they come here. We put a lot of seeds out there so that they'll they'll bloom for a long time. Yeah, like two million of them. Is this the sunflower? Is this yeah. sunflowers? Yeah, Scott Thompson is the guy's name and he owns Thompson Strawberry Farm in Bristol, which is uh, just outside of Kenosha, I believe. And he's a strawberry farmer by trade. Uh, but he decided to plant sunflowers this year to get people outside and to put a smile on their face and to make some extra money. He planted 2 million sunflowers. I got like six of them in my backyard, and I'm like, wow, that's a lot. And he's got 2 million of them. Uh, and for 25 bucks, you can uh, get your whole family to go through, walk through the uh, sunflower field. You can take a lot of pictures, and then you can take a, a dozen of them home with you uh, to make a nice little centerpiece there, courtesy of Scott Thompson at Thompson Strawberry Farm in Bristol. Uh, Wisconsin. By the way, there is a um, sunflower farm outside of Westby called okay. Three Little Birds, and Best it is a tribute to uh, the this farm family lost their daughter in a car accident a number of years ago, okay. and so every year they do a sunflower uh, field with a different with a different Beam. maze and a pattern, oh, okay. and uh, you can go and just walk through it. They take donations, but otherwise it is free and open to the public, and it's 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 moving. It's called Three Little Birds outside of Westby. Is it technically in Westby or is it in another no, it's, city? Okay. No, it's out. It's just out in the country. Obviously, okay. it's a farm, so three it's like birds. Three okay. Little Birds. And it, it, we went last year, and it's just it's it's beautiful. Moving. Yeah, for sure. Good news of bad music here on the Morning Sickness on ninety five seven The Rock. Last one. All of a sudden, sparks came through one of the lighting outlets. We got the lights back on, and that's when we kind of seen that there's a lot of other repairs in there that could be done. Basically, she 
was stuck with just a trickle of water. And uh, after a day working with John, we got um, the plumbing usable. I couldn't possibly afford to pay for this kind of help. I am so grateful. I seen the condition she was living in, and you just, you know, couldn't walk away. That is an electrician in Woburn, Massachusetts. His name is John Kenny, and he recently showed up at a 72-year-old woman's house to fix a light, just a light. Oh, my gosh. But that was the least of her worries. As you heard her say, turn the switch, the sparks were coming out. He shows up to fix a light thinking, okay, this is the only thing that's wrong. Not the case. She's apparently got got the whole house in disrepair, didn't have any running water. Uh, So he just started fixing stuff for free, and then other people... Uh, started to offer up their help as well. John Kinney, the electrician, said, quote, no lights, no running water. I think I seen her on a Friday, and it stuck with me over the weekend, and I said, I got to go back there. So that's what he did. He started going back there. He started talking to some of his other buddies in the trade, saying, hey, look, she needs a sink fix. Can you come over and help me out? She needs to patch up this hole in the wall. What You know what I mean? Like well, all this Somebody stuff. like that knows the people that can get right. that thing done. So he then started a Facebook page titled, Nice Old Lady Needs Help, and called on other tradespeople to join him. Uh Ugh. On the Facebook page, he, you know, it's not like we're trying to rebuild the whole house. We want to fix these things. Uh, they replaced all the electrical in the last month, all the plumbing, replaced the windows and more. And people have also donated money to help pay for all that stuff. $97,000 and counting uh, to try and help this nice 72-year-old woman in Woburn, Massachusetts. Live in more comfort in well, her own place. You yeah, know, that's- so, I, you know, she's there by herself, doesn't have anybody to help her out. And this guy shows up just to fix a light. And next thing you know, she's... Got all uh, sorts of things fixed. Yeah, so pretty cool stuff there. Good news with bad music here on The Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. You're listening to the best of The Morning Sickness. More, more, more. Hey, we got a text earlier from Doug when you were talking about moving your couch. Yeah. He said his Shaw for rent. <laughs> uh, my, no, but my son might be. Rent a Shaw? He's younger and stronger than I. I see this uh, has a lot of potential, Gene. Rent a Shaw. You mm-hmm. think so? Yeah. I mean, you've got several different Shaws to choose from, right? It's sort of like choosing your avatar in a video game. <laughs> Which Shaw do you want? Do you want Scott Robert Shaw, who will just come over and cook one strip of bacon, but he'll probably have some taco-flavored Doritos with him? Right. Do you want Jackson Shaw, who will come over and run laps around your house? <laughs> He'd do that. Maybe you're going to hook him up to a treadmill and power mm-hmm. your house, sort of like Lance Armstrong in that Sports Center commercial? Well, yeah. I want I want the Scott Robert Shaw who shakes me a cocktail. There you go. Do you, yeah, do you get to make Bloody Mary? Mm-hmm. Maybe you get Mary to come over. What is Mary's special talent? What is, I mean, like, uh, what does she got? Huh. I mean, she's banking, right? She does banking yeah, stuff? Yeah, she can, yeah, handle your finances. She'll handle your, maybe she'll come over and finance the hell out of you. Right. Maybe your other kid, uh, Hannah, will come over and teach you German. She could do that. Right? She can come over and uh, teach you how to pronounce Marzen properly. Mertzen. 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 I know I was telling my wife that, and she's like, well, Hannah sounds really annoying. (laughs) I said, I agree. (laughs) Maybe you get Adam. He'll come over if you're looking to build a bridge in your front yard or a moat or something like that. Yeah, play video games. He's all about that. He'll engineer the hell out of something for Mm -hmm. you. He knows some crafty, crafty beer stuff, too. He does. So choose your Shaw. Rent a Shaw. This gotta got to f- figure out a going rate for this, yeah. I, well, I think a sliding scale, you know. I mean, coming over and cooking one strip of bacon and eating some Doritos really isn't all that valuable. True enough. You know. But if uh, Dougie wants you to help uh, move a couch, you've got some experience. There you go. I don't know if you've got the gumption to lift it again. but <laughs> no. I'm still sore from yesterday. Yeah, rough one, huh? Well, Shaw, I'm just saying, you know, in this... No, pan- I like the way you're thinking. In this pandemic, we all need extra sources of income. That's and true. Maybe this will maybe this will help you out, you know. I appreciate that. Rent a Shaw. Mm-hmm. See if that website is available. It probably is. I, I, 
I would pay a couple bucks to have just heads hangout. up. We're gonna have more people kind of in the building today than we've had since March, as oh. far as like us, because we're wrapping all the golden cans for delivery next week. So, like, there's going to be a handful of people separated in the space that we have available, but people that haven't been back to the office since, like, the end of March. <laughs> and so that's why we're calling them in to wrap cans? Yes. Okay. And because we want to see them. True. What people miss and don't miss about going to the office, uh, seeing friends and coworkers is number one, Shaw. That's right, what they miss the right. most. 66% of people say that they've been at home and they miss, actually, their friends and coworkers, which we're going to see later on today. Face-to-face meetings as opposed to Zoom. I get that because, man, I don't know. I'm tired of the Zoom. Yeah. Uh, Going to lunch, uh, putting on real clothes. Everything but work. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. What do you miss about the office? Everything except for the work The socialization, the fun. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, basically, Brian, you just said everything but the work is what they miss the most. The feeling of, you know, being in, in, you know. A place with other people and talking to them and having lunch and going, you know, just being part of something as opposed to just well, sitting Well, are in these people we know or are they people we don't know? Who? That are coming in. We know them. Oh, they're co-workers? Yeah, yes. I thought you hired people off the street. No, no, I'm saying yeah, you no. Didn't, she didn't really oh, make that clear. I mean, you made it sound like we're going to send said, a bunch of strangers rambling around I said around since we sent them home in March, so mm. there's going to be people here today. That what time have. is this at so I can be gone by then? You're helping, and it's 11 o'clock. Oh. I'm not helping. <laughs> yes, you are. No, I'm not. I never agreed to help. Yes, you did. You know me. I don't I don't help. No. Yes, not, no. you did. Oh, good luck with that one. You did. Can't make me help if I'm not in the building. <laughs> I don't care about that. You kidding me? I got other stuff. I got my own stuff to do. You, you got plenty of people coming in. You just heard her say it, right, Shaw? We got all these people coming in to help. Mm-hmm. I don't need to stick around and help. <laughs> it's not my. That's not in my contract. Ryan, Ryan, Gene, Gene, Shaw, Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness podcast. There's uh, an open window across the street mm. again, Shaw. I am. I don't see anything, but there is someone in there moving around. Uh, oh, in the know. hotel? You talking about? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if. I don't know. Maybe we should contact them and just say, hey, look, maybe you should let your guests know that there are people working across the street that can see directly into your room in the morning. You're getting ready. They're going to let them know that when they check in, by the way. Well, when you go to a hotel, Shaw, you know, I mean, you're having hotel sex, right? I mean, that's kind of the deal, right? I Okay. <laughs> are you? you well, know, does it, that- it depends on whether you're, you know, traveling with your spouse. Right. All right. Let's just assume for the sake of argument here. <laughs> okay. That, that if you're you on vacation with, with Mary, as opposed to your bros <laughs> or your kids, I don't know. Or a work I'm, conference. All right, you and Mary just went to Door County, right? We did. But you didn't stay at a hotel. You stayed no, at an Airbnb. Stayed in the house, yeah. Okay. Now, I'm not, you don't have to answer, but I'm assuming that you guys. Well, uh, yeah, we're on vacation. You're Ryan, on vacation. For, for so a week. Things, there was some right. relaxation. Time, downtime, right. Shaw. Downtime. And when you go to a hotel or an Airbnb, you tend to, you know, enjoy one another's company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that happens, right? But let's say you're traveling, you're on vacation for the holidays, and you're staying at mom and dad's house. Or maybe you're staying at your buddy's house. Do you bang? Man, you are nothing but subtle, Bri. Right. Jeez, Louise. You know what you're getting. You can paint a picture you know without what you're the... Getting. You know what you're getting here, all right? Okay. I'm ripping what are band-aids you getting off. You're ripping Band-Aids. Are you, are you banging? Yeah, no, yes. In a guest house, a guest room of a, somebody's house? Uh, probably not, no. Gene? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Depends. Yeah. I think I think there's contributing factors. I stayed at Donut's house one time, and uh, it was in his kid's bedroom. And okay. I, there's no way, Creepy. right? Right. I love Jake. He's like my nephew, and it's just not going to happen, right? There's a, 
What if the room is right next to the host? Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of contributing squeaky bed, you know, or like it's some sort of weird situation where like you know maybe it's the the pullout bed with the bar in the middle yeah, and you're on the couch in the living room. I'm barely as able to, to sleep, so that's not. A thing. According to a new survey, 45 percent of people say it's acceptable to bang in the guest room of somebody's house. So half. Okay. So about half of people. That 30, sounds right. 31% of people say no, it's not, and 23% aren't sure. Not, <laughs> well, they're not going to do it. Okay. I think it also depends on how long you're staying there, too. Like, if it's just for one night, you can't hold off. You can't say, <laughs> all right, you know, like, look, it's not that important. We'll just wait till tomorrow or something. But, yeah, I think there's contributing factors. Of it's not just. Is. I mean, if they've got a guest room in the basement and you're all down there by yourself or whatever, have that. It's it. like having your own apartment or something, right? But if you, you know, like if you got to get up and go to the bathroom afterwards and you're interrupting everybody's sleep and it's mm-hmm. like just so you can get a couple, you know. Yeah, you want to be respectful. Is it a nicer host. house in bed than mine? <laughs> right. That, yeah. Yeah. That's too. Low quality or, or yeah, like really nice. Then I might just want to sleep. You right. know what I mean? This is like a comfy oh, man. bed, man. This mattress is. We can do this at home. We can. <laughs> I just found a, a new hotel up in the cities uh, that's a former nunnery, I think. And it's beautiful with architecture and so forth. You can't do it in the Right, that's what I'm thinking, right? you know? A nun slept here. Ooh, that sounds Maybe like you... a fiery pit of hell, Sean. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I'd risk it. <laughs> but they got a comfy bed in there. 45% of people, according to the recent survey, mm-hmm, said, said yeah, no, we can do it. You can check out uh, more info from that survey by going to the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com or on our app if you want to read more would you again i think contributing factors apply what if the door doesn't lock or shut yeah there's all sorts of squeaky bed right what if you think they're filming you you gotta worry about that with airbnbs now Shaw. i mean they're they're putting cameras in the toilets and everything guess i never thought about that you guys are probably on the internet. Probably. (laughs) your airbnb up there in door county they probably put your little ass on the internet i should google that yeah Naked Shaw Door County dot com dot XXX, right? That's where you would find that. Mm. Oh my goodness, there you are, Shaw. Ooh, look at you go. Oh, stop it. Not awesome, not great. The best is yet to come. Not better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the morning sickness podcast. Richard Marks, 57. I don't know if he still is, but I know at one point he was married to Daisy Fuentes. Mm. You, remember, you know who Daisy yeah, is? Oh, yeah. Richard Marks got himself Daisy Fuentes. I'll kick the coverage. Fuentes. Daisy Fuentes. Daisy Fuentes. Daisy Fuentes. Hola, Daisy. Thank you. Hola. 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 Right. Hola, Wayne. Hola, Garth. <laughs> right. Richard Marks got himself Daisy Fuentes. Did pretty all right for himself with all them. I guess so power ballads those jams back in the day by the way richard marks is still married to daisy fuentes and uh, they do when? a uh, coronavirus self-quarantine show called tequila talk where they drink and kiss <laughs> and apparently say words i have the volume down but they've been they just kiss and drink their do they bring in a relief kisser at all? <laughs> no it's just them kissing and drinking their drinks and talking about whatever it is they're talking about i have it on mute but so it's going to be Richard talk. Marks. Richard Marks, man. That dude, he turned all that into right. Daisy Fuentes. Mm-hmm. I got to write me some songs. Some power ballads. They're not even power ballads. That was just what he did. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, he just did. I mean, he had, like, Satisfied, right? Wasn't that his rocker? Not going to stop until I'm satisfied. No, I don't know. No? All right. I did. I forgot. He kind of had a rocker here and there. Ugh. Don't mean nothing. 
guess. Did he even play any instruments or did he just sing? Was he just so I good at singing? Don't mean nothing. Don't mean nothing. He did them falsettos. But yeah, he wasn't always just about them slow jams, Shaw. Oh, man. Welcome to the Big Ten. Just kicking it off right in your face. Yeah, and then satisfied, the other one. This is the one you know, Shaw. Not going to stop until I'm mm-hmm. satisfied. See, it wasn't all yeah. just. He still looks good, although it looks like there might be some plastic surgery there. A little bit in the face. Yeah, somewhere. a little puffy, a little, 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 little no, Botoxy. Little... He's still got the feathered hair because yes, he always had that yeah, really nice he's got feather. good hair. He's got good hair. Yeah, he I had that, to say that's he's probably got what hair. got the daisy. He's got good hair. He got the daisy because of that hair, not because of his songs. He yeah. also had Should Have Known Better. This is another jam that he had. Oh, yeah, Shaw. Well, now you can watch him do tequila talk with his <laughs> wife and kiss. The big one, though, I think, was Hold On to the Night, right? Was that? Ugh. This is so they all kind of sound alike. <laughs> well, it was the 80s, Shaw. You didn't really see, you stayed <laughs> in your true. lane in the 80s. You know what I mean? You didn't go too far out outside the lane. Just when I believe. Oh, yeah. If I'm Daisy Fuentes, I'm taking my underwear off right now. <laughs> That's a first line underwear <laughs> removal. That's it. It's, it's a panty system that he's got there. I don't know. What he, I don't know if he patented it or what, but yeah, this is the one though. This is this is the marriage material song right here, Shaw. This is where it happens. Right here, waiting mm-hmm. for you. Oh yeah. This is wherever you go, whatever you do, yeah, I will be right, right here, like uh, like a loyal dog. I'll be here I'll, waiting, I'm... Daisy Fuentes, for you. <laughs> she be- she believed it apparently. She did. Oh yeah, you get that piano. You just can't. Mm-mm. Now the top's coming off too, Shaw. I'm all, I'm naked Daisy Fuentes right now. <laughs> Pass the tequila. <laughs> What's it called? Corn. Tequila talk. Tequila talk. All right. Check that out. Lot Bad of, news, happy music. A lot of kissing. There's <laughs> a lot of kissing. Just constantly? Just. Like every few minutes. There's well, the if kissing. you're married to Daisy Fuentes, don't she you wants take to every kiss op- you on tequila talk, you're kissing on tequila. Yeah. Are they doing it with training wheels? They got limes and salt and everything, No, too? it looks like uh, it's doing a martini. body shots? Martinis. Doing, martinis. Are they shooting it out of her belly button? Let's put on a show. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest. Shaw's the real star of the show. I'm sticking up the button. Morning Sickness, Brian and Gene on the phone with Heather, who's the executive director at the Cooley Region Humane Society, which is where I got my dog Maggie several yeah. years ago. Wonderful Maggie. And, uh, boy, they do some great work over there, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, helping uh, rescue animals get to the right homes or, or, you know, obviously helping out in the community with people who have uh, foster pets. Heather, we've got a golf tournament coming up in a few weeks at Fox Hollow, and proceeds from that golf tournament are going to help you guys. And what is that going to do for the Cooley Region Humane Society? Well, right now we have, this will be our first actual live or real fundraiser since February. So that's a big thing. Um, We usually have a lot of little ones. Um, We're usually trying to get out in the community every weekend or doing something. And it's really all been on hold. So this money is going to help fill that gap of what we've lost or what we had intended on bringing in that we didn't. And um, right now we've, the animal in take didn't really slow down like we thought maybe everything was slowing down but not not for us um which is okay because we've had a lot of extra help and a lot of time to put forth direct care towards those animals but a lot of those animals need medical attention um that we're getting in so this is really going to help us pay for all of the medical 
either surgeries or dentals or um, vaccines or just even spay and neuters of the animals that we have coming into the shelter. Cooley Region Humane Society, that's why we're doing rounds for rescues. It's a fall golf tournament. It's on Friday, October 9th. We're looking for four-person teams to sign up. 60 bucks a person, 240 for a four-person team. That gets you 18 holes, a cart, and lunch. We're going to have a great day at Fox Hollow. We've got a bunch of great sponsors that are helping us out. Prizes, hole-in-ones. We're going to have a good day, and we need you to sign up in order to help the Cooley Region Humane Society. I think this is fun, and it might be, this might become an annual thing, Heather. What do you think? I hope so. I hope so. It's been fun so far in just helping plan it. Um, we're going to have pet therapy dogs there as well. Yes, so. that was my next question. That's the only thing I yeah. care about. I'm sorry. <laughs> I care about me personally first. And dogs. And dogs, and I want to be with the dogs. Let me have the dogs. Give me the dogs. All right, all right. There will be some dogs there, and they will love the attention. Yeah, so. I, I'm not surprised to find out that those dogs love attention. I've been around a few of them before, and that's going to be great. I know that's going to be an exciting thing as i mentioned to gene yesterday it's always uh better when you add dogs you know you go into a bar and what makes a bar better when you see a dog in the bar it's always great so i'm looking forward to that and of course it's uh online at radiostuffstore.com if you want to register your four-person team you get golf you get a cart you get lunch and you get a chance to win some prizes and you get the pet dogs and you get the pet dogs (laughs) it's going to be such a cool time what about other animals what do you guys have there right now i'm assuming dogs and cats we know about those what about weird animals you got turtles you got germ uh guinea pigs what do you got we do we do have a turtle we have um it's an aquatic turtle i think it's a yellow belly slider or and we also have a couple of rabbits um we always seem to have birds at some point. It just is a little bit not, it's not every day we have birds, but there are birds there to be adopted often. Well, if you want to find out more, people can obviously go to the Cooley Region Humane Society's website, which is located at? www.cooleyhumane.com. All of our animals are also listed on there as well, so you can actually see pictures of them, which most people can't say no to those cute faces. They're adorable. Heather, it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule, and we'll see you on October 9th at Fox Hollow Golf Course. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Rounds for rescues. Friday, October 9th. Take a day off of work and go golfing with us and help benefit the Cooley Region Humane Society. Big thanks to Al's Auto Body. Also to our hole-in-one sponsors, Bug Tussle Wireless and First Business Solutions, and we've got a bunch of other great sponsors that are making things Happen J&J Concrete Professionals, Doggy Zen and Den, Wetstein's Brothers, Electra, Keller Williams, Premier Realty, and a slew of others. Register online at RadioStuffStore.com. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. I like my coffee really strong but really sweet, Shaw. Okay. Uh, so... I add a lot of creamer. We use the flavored creamers at home. Yep, me too. Is that what you uh, go for? Yep. Gene, you've got a weird order every, what is it, uh, Americano, yeah, well, half go- calf, skinny, <laughs> half milk? So, if I'm going to go to get coffee, but on the like here and on the weekends, I just use half and half. Like yeah. no sugar, just a just straight up creamer. Uh, apparently 42 states, people in 42 different states uh, prefer their coffee with cream and or sugar. Uh, That includes, of course, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, and Illinois, the states here in the Midwest. Uh, Black coffee, number one in five states. Just plain old black coffee. Nevada, Wyoming, New Mexico, Montana, and North Dakota. 
Two states prefer their coffee iced. One of them is Alaska, which I found <laughs> rather That's interesting. Uh, and Idaho. Vermont is the only state where the top coffee choice was a latte. Hmm. Some other stats from a recent survey about how people prefer their coffee shot. Seven in ten adults in America drink coffee. That seems low. Yeah, it does. It, it seems like everybody drinks coffee. No. Mm-mm. Morning radio people. Maybe it's just because of what we do. Mm-hmm. I know that you sometimes don't go for the coffee. You go for the do, which I find interesting. I start with coffee every day. If I'm really hungover, I go a little bit of soda first. The caffeine and the sugar and the cold and the bubbles all mm-hmm. kind of help the hangover. Uh, then I get the coffee in me. But 7 in 10 adults uh, in America drink coffee. Uh, 49% of coffee drinkers have two to three cups a day. Uh, Peggy, boy, she oh, would man. drink coffee from the time she yeah. woke up to the time she went to bed. I don't I, understand that. I never understood it. I don't understand. And it's, and she was a fine, you know, nice person or whatever. I'm not bagging on Peggy, but I just, it she was just such liked a. just coffee a lot. Uh-huh. Man, she was coffee all day. I, I get two cups and I'm good. Maybe a third or a half of a third cup, but that's about it. Uh, 45% of people keep it to one cup. 6% people. Uh, 6% of people, according to the survey, have four cups a day, at least. That would be Peggy. <laughs> Half of us make coffee at home now. I definitely go that route. I like, uh, we've got a new, newish uh, coffee maker that's programmable, so I can set it to be mm, brewing ready when, when I'm ready, ready when you get up. Yeah, so I get that's up, nice. it starts brewing the moment I wake up, and then by the time I'm done showering and ready to leave the house, the coffee's good to go, and I can put it in my thermos and, and leave for work. Uh, the average co- uh, a cup of coffee... At a coffee shop is how much? The Six average, dollars. The average, average yeah. three. Three is right, yeah. Uh, so if you buy, check this out. You ready? Yep. Ready for numbers? Yep. Ready for math, Shaw? Sure. Um, Hashtag new math. Okay. Which, by the way, is probably going to come to an end now that everybody's Zoom learning, which I think is great. Uh, if you buy uh, a cup of coffee five days a week at three bucks a piece, that's $780 a year, so almost a mortgage payment. Wow. Less than one in five people said they take advantage of free coffee at work. I don't like to drink it here because it's garbage. It's really, really bad. It's just regular Folgers. I mean, it's, it's just it's coffee. A, yeah, but the coffee machine, I mean, look at that. It's got a scum film well, thing. that, yeah. Ever since on stopped working here, that thing never gets cleaned. I don't know who's making the coffee. It's just, I, I'm good. Uh, and uh, last but not least, some interesting stats about coffee, according to a new survey. Top reasons we drink coffee, stay awake, because we like the flavor, and to stay focused. Yeah. Sounds about right. I'm not quite fully awake until I have my first sip of coffee. I always feel like other than maybe some water or, again, maybe some Gatorade or, or a ice-cold soda first thing in the morning, it's it's the best drink in the morning to get you going right away. Yeah, I can only drink it in the morning, though. I Yeah, I don't. I can't have a cup of coffee in the afternoon, even an iced coffee. Okay. Really? Mm-mm. Occasionally, if I take a really good nap and I'm kind of groggy afterwards, I'll maybe brew up a pot real quick in the afternoon, but it depends on what time of the day it is. If it's like... Four or five o'clock, and I'm pushing bedtime. Then uh, I'm 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 not going for the coffee. But if it's like one, two o'clock, then I might mm-hmm. do a cup. Mm-hmm. But seven hundred eighty bucks a year. We go through a coffee lot of day. coffee at home now because because well, you got kids that got to get up and, and people working from home full oh, sure. time. So right. it's like we used to a pound of coffee would last. It would only be Saturday and Sunday mornings, right? That would right. we were both. And now it's like pff, forget it. Ryan, come on, Gene, let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. Well, I do have big breasts. <laughs> Oprah has can't, got can't some lie. big breasts. Can't hide them. Gene does not. So this list is not necessarily for you, Gene. Sure. But uh, here are some bad habits that can cause saggy breasts. Got oh. it. You want to take a stab at any of them, Gene, since you're the only woman in the room here? I don't know. Not wearing a bra. 
That's on there. Going braless all the time. Yeah. However, they say that going braless every once in a while helps to build those muscles underneath and keep those things uh, perky, I guess. But uh, going braless all the time. Bras keep things from uh, moving around too much, which can cause your skin to stretch over time. So occasionally you can go braless, Gene. Unless, you know, obviously you're rocking the A cups. But uh, number one, don't get too much sun. I think that applies for pretty much any kind, of, any kind of skin issue. <laughs> oh, sure. But uh, stretchy. too much sun can uh, damage the skin on your chest, cause wrinkles, limit how elastic your skin is. It can't hold everything up uh, as well when it's all stretchy and, and, uh, and plasticky. So be like that, uh, was it Tan Mom, Krenzel? Right. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. She didn't even really tan. She was just spray painting herself, right? Wasn't that her deal? No, I thought she was no, tanning. she was tanning. Remember, she, was the... she had her daughter with her. Yeah, oh, she took right. her kid in. Oh, yeah. Uh, some habits that can cause saggy breasts here on the morning sickness of 95.7 The Rock. Losing too much weight too fast. You see this not just with women, but with guys. Oh, yeah. You, you lose and the then weight, then you got all that skin loose skin. Stretchy, yeah. yeah, everything uh, tends to get a little looser if your skin doesn't have time to adjust. So, uh, obviously, if you're really big and you lose weight quickly uh, from having, like, lap band surgery or something like that, you're probably going to have stretchy skin for a while. Maybe you have to have a procedure to get some of that cut off, but... Uh, as we mentioned already, going braless all the time uh, can also cause saggy breasts. Uh, sleeping on your side. I always sleep on my side. Over the years, it can cause the ligaments in your chest to stretch, and sleeping on your stomach isn't great either, so your back is the best. Does anybody actually sleep on their back? No. Sometimes, but oh. not like all night. Brutal. Oh, so hard to do. <laughs> Wake up, you know, you get that like <laughs> snort thing. And, oh, why am I on my back? This sucks. Uh, obviously, uh, doesn't matter to me, but uh, if you're a side sleeper, uh, you should use a pillow to help support them. So stick a pillow under your chest area to keep those things uh, pointed in the right direction. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, five things that can cause uh, saggy breasts here on the morning sickness. Smoking, Gene. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad for your skin in general. Mm-hmm. Destroys the collagen along with key proteins. Uh, keep your skin nice and bouncy, and that includes the skin on your chest. So uh, cut back on the smoking. Stay out of the sleep sun. Sleep on my back? Sleep on your back, or if you're going to sleep on your side, use a pillow to prop those bad boys up and keep your bra on. There you go. All right. There you go, Gene. More crap I got to worry about, Shut. <laughs> you're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Have you gained the quarantine 15, Shaw? Uh, no. You never. Like, How? I, you're, yeah. you're always the same. <laughs> Like, legit, I never see you. Like, I, I mm. look at myself and I can say, okay, I've gained 5, 10 pounds. I've lost 5, 10 pounds. But I never see you change at oh, all, ever. He's got a pretty sweet... Are you sweet a robot? He's kind of got a mullet going on, though. I do have that going. My you COVID do, hair, yeah. You do have some... I have not gotten a haircut but, since mid-February. But, like, weight-wise, you never alter your, your no, size. I'm about the same when I did in high school and college. We're just pausing because that's gross, but whatever. It's not gross. It's just very <laughs> it's, it's odd. Right, yeah. I mean, you're all, you're in your 50s now, right? Mm-hmm. So your metabolism must be really slow. I mean, you're almost <laughs> dead. You should be gaining weight like nobody's right, business. Exactly. You should have a paunch. You I don't even have a paunch. Up I'm still alive here. And you don't exercise. I mean, you and Mary, like, occasionally yeah, go for walk walks. And bike and, but but, not but you're not, like, super workout guy. You're no. not, like, doing CrossFit or anything. Uh-huh. And you also don't overeat. I mean, you only eat one strip of bacon, right? Right. But you just always manage to stay in that range. Do you ever, like, get on the scale and go, whoa, I got to... No. Do you even get on the scale? I don't Do you even care? You guys used to have a scale in, in your studio. Oh, we I still got to. it. Oh, do you? I'd stand on that once in a while. Obviously, Gene and I are very different in that aspect. Uh, we both uh, waver uh, weight-wise. And if you've put on the quarantine 15, like a lot of us have, because you're eating comfort foods and you're just eating whatever junk is around as opposed to trying to cook healthy meals for yourself, 
you're in Luxshaw. There's a website out there called totalshape.com. Okay. And they want to pay you. want to pay me. They want to pay me. They want to pay you a lot of money, actually, to lose weight. A lot of money. We're talking $13,000 worth of money. Whoa. How much and money? And not just one person, but right. four, per, four persons, four people. A fitness website called totalshape.com has announced that they are going to pay people up to $13,000 to lose weight that they've gained during the quarantine. What, do I have to drink their protein shakes or no, something? No, no. So it's, uh, it, I, I don't know. Maybe they've got some kind of products or something. But what they want you to do is there's like four different types of diets that they want you to try. And then they want you to obviously blog about them, do mm. videos, mm. social media posts, the whole nine yards. Uh, keto was one of them, right? So you got to be, uh, you got to do the keto. I'm assuming mm. this will last for a period of six months to maybe a yeah, year. It can't be just like a two week thing. No, but they're going to pick four people to try a different diet, keep track of their progress on social media. Uh, the people will each get eight grand and then they can get a $5,000 bonus if they hit different milestones. Huh. You can apply on their website, totalshape.com. You can also go to the morning sickness page at 957therock.com huh. or on our app if you want to find out more. And uh, all you got to do is uh, basically be a U.S. resident over the age of 21. You have to have a BMI of over 30. A body mass index of over 30, so that's me because I'm fat. Uh, and you also have to get it uh, approved by a doctor because you can't have any kind of sure, pre-existing yeah, conditions sure. or whatever. That'd be bad. Um, but again, morning sickness page at 957therock.com. I wrote an article this morning about this. If you want to maybe earn yourself $13,000 by just going on a diet for this website. That's pretty good incentive. Oh, I could use that. I would never win, though. I'd just be like, nah, I quit. Just give me the money. <laughs> hmm. How long is do I have to do this? It's I'm gonna so try that. Long. I'm gonna try that beer diet that that guy did a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Remember him? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Did nothing Lent. but beer for like was, two weeks. It was or Lent. Or yeah, for all it was, Lent. It was Lent uh, a couple of years ago. The guy and he was. Uh, I think he worked at a brewery. Mm-hmm. And so what he did was he didn't eat any food for an entire month. A totally liquid diet. Yeah, and he just drank beers. Obviously, you got to drink some big heavy duty beers from time to time to get the uh, appropriate amount of calories. I think he actually ended up losing weight. If and I he remember. did. He lost like forty pounds over the course of the uh, thirty days of Lent. Or whatever it is. Was it 40 days? 50 40, days? I think How many? 40, 40. 40 days? How many days is Lent? Shaw just told you. I think. Is it 40? I believe. So right. you're going to drink beer for the next, you start a day? Is that beer the thing? How do you get things done? Well, you can have one. I can't, are you kidding me? I've been drinking in the studio for years. <laughs> I always get stuff done. <laughs> it's, you know, just when I have too many. That's when I got to worry. But yeah, you probably have like, you know, you get that one beer in you. In the morning, get that little buzz going. Maybe a coffee beer, you know, something like a Java Lava. Yeah, I got a lot of those. Wouldn't I mean, not a chance. ton of caffeine in there, but you get a, a coffee stout or something. Get the morning off to a good start. Maybe have a nice uh, half of a Vizen in the afternoon, you know, something light, easy, crisp to drink. And then at night, you have yourself a, a porter or a fest beer or something okay. like that. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that one. See how much weight I lose. I'll probably gain weight because I'm so fat and disgusting. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> My wife's like, yes, you are. You're disgusting. Well, your back hurts, you big fatty. <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. We also got a text message on the Rockline, Ooh. Shaw. Okay, yeah. what'd they say? Somebody said, uh... Mike and lacrosse, Shaw should just shave his head. Oh, yeah. Your hair is kind of out of control. Said, oh, it's way out of control. I said, I'll hold him down and shave him. Mike said he wants pics, LMAO. Well, yeah, I'm going to shave Shaw's head. I'm gonna get <laughs> There's going to be it. pictures involved. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe a video as well. Are we just never going to cut that, Shaw? I don't we... know what the, what the uh, end game is. Here, <laughs> There's no end, <laughs> got no end game. We just... right. well, I'll tell you I, what. You, know, you I... let me get a hold of you. 
I'll sit on top of you so you can't squirm too much. We could get one of those flobies. Right. Yeah. Oh, turn it off, man. Turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll get my clippers. I got a set of clippers at home. You see my head today? Freshly yeah, looking, shaved. Looks good. Looking sharp. I'm looking an expert, good. man. I've been doing it myself mm-hmm. for years, Shaw. Let me get a let me get a chance to get at your head. Uh no. Let me get at that head, Shaw. Give me that head. I don't think that's happening. Shaw, let me have your head. Yeah, it, it's complicated by the fact that my barber, longtime barber, retired. Oh, boy. I'm this is a, oh, man. What barber. are you going to do, Shaw? I don't barber. know. I'm lost. I'm doing nothing, Gene. I'm... Let me be your barber. Let me see what I can <laughs> so do. So you don't have that relationship anymore, which means right. you have to form a Let's new relationship. Let's have some tryouts for Shaw's barber. And let me get in there. I have and... tried to taken a few whacks with scissors myself. And no, it's a pandemic. No, let me get in there uh, and give it a whack. Shaw, I know you. You are never getting your Let me whack it, Shaw. You can't do it. Let me get a whack at it. I've I've hesitated to pull the trigger. You're right. Come on, Shaw. Let me get in there. (laughs) He can't. I'll bring in, uh, I'll, I'll take my shower curtain off. We'll get it wrapped around. We'll wrap it. That'll <laughs> be good. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, we'll get some napkins. We'll put them in the back, uh, mm-hmm. get a little special brush. I'll get my uh, brush that I use to swipe all the cobwebs off the back uh-huh. porch. Uh, uh-huh. And I'll bring that in. We get room there. Yeah, you know. yeah. We'll get some talcum powder, slap that bad boy on there. Bring some band-aids. I don't know how steady no, your hand come is. come on now. I got, I got steady. That's why I got to have beer in the morning. First thing, <laughs> get these hands steady. I don't have the yips. Let me get a whack at it, Shaw. I'm good. Come on, man. We'll see. How bad could I be? Yeah, I can't look much worse than it does now. Right, probably. right. It would be an improvement. Give me that Wisconsin water flow. I didn't realize that that's why you were so stuck. Now it all makes sense mm-hmm. to me, Shaw. There's no shortage of uh, barbers. Yeah, I know, in town, but he can't. He, but that was a thing. He had a relationship. Well, with I this get guy that. I understand. Yeah, he no, can't, I now he can't make a new years relationship. Going to the same barber. Pandemic. He can't do it. No new relationship. He wants his old relationship back, and he's, and he's not doing anything about his hair until he's over. There's the place right down here on the corner or down the he street. He hasn't worn it long enough. Is that that place? Primitive parlor? You can There's go down tons there? of places. He just, he Come can't. On, I actually, I did call a place with uh, the intention of making uh, you a, backed an appointment. Out, no, no. I, I left a message because it was really weird. They said, leave a message or text. And I'm like, well, I'm already on the phone, and I've got a voicemail, so I'll just leave you my information. Yeah. Please call me. And nobody did. So I guess I'm not destined so to get a So he tried, and that's all that matters. Yep. I mean, Just give that one off shot. my list. Just one shot, and that's it. One shot, Shaw. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll be people rushing to get in here and give you a haircut down mm-hmm. here at 201 mm-hmm. State Street mm-hmm. now, Shaw. I'm good. I'm good. Put the bat signal out. Get that head shaved. What kind of hair are you looking for? Just regular normal guy hair? You want yeah. Normally I've kept it, you know, short, um, yeah. but not anymore. Are you looking for something different? You want to change it up? Maybe no, new just style? He's, no, Shaw does not want to change anything up. What are you do? Have you met Shaw? Crew cut? You want to go crew cut? He wants the same haircut from that same barber. <laughs> High and tight? Can you? He just retired. Nothing ha- bad happened. No, he, he just retired. Yeah, can't you just show up at his door while I wondered sad about face? that. He's still got to have the equipment, right? Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Good morning. Welcome back. Hey, how would you like some breakfast? Would you like some breakfast? What would you like for breakfast? I could go for a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger? I don't want a cheeseburger. It's too early for a cheeseburger. Too early for cheeseburger? Look, cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Today is National Cheeseburger Day. What do you have? Cheeseburger. Yeah, for breakfast. Cheeseburger. Got it. Happy National Cheeseburger Day. National Cheeseburger Day, Shaw. Mm. Do you like cheeseburgers? Love cheeseburgers. Well, good, because I got some coming in later on from my guy Mark over at the Breakfast Club. I texted him yesterday and said, hey, I know it's it's kind of not on the menu, but uh, it's Cheeseburger Day, and you're open, so would you mind? And he said, sure. So uh, he asked me what we'd like. I said, surprise me. So we'll find out after 7. But uh, National Cheeseburger Day, it's our number two 
comfort food during the pandemic. Mm. You want to take a stab pizza. at number one? Yeah. Pizza, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, we yeah. just had some last night. Pizza's so so wonderful and delicious. It's got everything. But pizza's number one on the top ten list of comfort foods that we're eating during the pandemic. Mac and cheese. Uh, mac and cheese is number five. Mm-hmm. It's on there. But I think the fact that it takes a while to make it uh, might be, you know, even though a cheeseburger takes a while. Uh, but pizza, number one. Burgers, number two. Okay. Ice cream, number three. Uh, yeah, you pull that ice cream out and you just, just a spoon. That's eat all you it right need. out of the carton. Don't oh, even yeah. need a bowl. What bowl? Yeah. I wouldn't even this use a spoon. a container. I wouldn't use a spoon if I didn't have to. Cookies. Uh, French fries at number four. French fries. Well, okay. you go through that uh, drive-thru, you get a couple orders of uh, fries, dump in the bag with an extra thing of salt, and it's mm, <laughs> so salty and delicious and bad for you. Mac and cheese, as you mentioned, number five. Okay. Potato chips, again, potato salty chips. Yeah. potatoes. They're so good for everything. Uh, so that's number six on the list. What did you say, Gene? I said cookies. Cookies, number seven. Yeah, there you go. There's 38% so many cookies of people. In- yeah. I can't even keep them in our house. It's like, did you eat the whole sleep? Like, it's, I get the family size, and I didn't. Eat, I don't get any. You have three kids on purpose. That was your fault, <laughs> by the way. It's like, hey, wait. We got the Halloween Oreos, which are bl- uh, obviously black and orange, uh-huh. but taste just like regular Oreos. Uh, chocolate, number eight on the list chocolate, okay. of the 10 comfort foods we're enjoying during the pandemic. Cereal, number nine, huh. and fried chicken at number 10. By the way, the survey found out that 85% of us have actually gained weight this year because of of all the comfort food. Here's some interesting stuff uh, that you might not know about cheeseburger, Shaw. Okay. Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. It might have been invented by mistake in Pasadena, California back in 1924. The story goes that a guy named Lionel Sternberger was working at his dad's hamburger stand just outside of L.A. when he burned one side of the burger and covered it with cheese. To, no way. Really? Yeah. Apparently, he's like, oops, uh, here's some cheese on there to cover up that burn part. Nobody brilliant. thought about that before that no, guy? Like, but since, you know, like before 1924, nobody's like, hey, you know what would be good on this burger, this fried, this grilled meat would be some cheese. Nobody from the Midwest said that? Uh, what kind of cheese do you prefer on your burger? Just a slice of American. American, yeah. American cheese over cheddar, but it's close. According to a recent survey of 2,000 Americans, 66% of them like American cheese, 65% like cheddar. Swiss is a distant third with 43%. Me, I'm a cheddar guy. Give me a nice uh, mild cheddar, and I'm all about that on my burger. It's delicious. Can't go wrong with cheddar. Some other stats about cheeseburgers on National Cheeseburger Day. Strong opinions of where the cheese should go. I don't know if you remember a couple of years huh? ago, but Google with the emojis, they tried to put the cheese on the bottom and people freaked out. No, it doesn't belong on the bottom. No, people, obviously, 100% of people think it goes on the top. It doesn't. I mean, if you're doing two slices of cheese, maybe I could see one on the bottom. Or if you've got a, a, another patty underneath uh-huh. that. Sure. Burger. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, 2017, <laughs> Google introduced the cheeseburger emoji, featured cheese below the patty. <laughs> and the backlash was so bad that they had to change the emoji a month later. <laughs> Uh, there's a restaurant in Michigan uh, once made an 1,800 pound cheeseburger, cost 10 grand, used 2,000 pounds of raw meat, 300 pounds of cheese, tomatoes, onions, pickles, it? lettuce. They must have made a special oven. Yeah. Uh, a bun that weighed, the bun itself weighed 250 pounds, by the way. <laughs> it took 16 hours to cook, and when it was all put together, it was about three feet tall and six feet wide. And this song, Cheeseburger in Paradise, yeah. was actually inspired by a real meal. Did you know the story about I this, show? I don't Sean? know this. No. Jimmy Buffett forced to eat canned food and peanut butter when he was stuck on a boat in the Caribbean. And when he got uh, back on mm. land, he ate a cheeseburger. Like Iron Man, the first thing he wanted to do is go through the BK drive-thru and get himself a cheeseburger. And that's what he did. He headed to a restaurant, ordered a cheeseburger, and was very happy to stop eating canned meat and peanut butter huh. after being stuck on a boat. 
missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.